Welcome to Rose, Bud, and Thorn, where conversations blossom. My name is Amanda Chesson. I am here with the band Moon Tower. Yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up? Yeah, my name is Tom. <laughs> I'm Devin. And I'm Jacob. I'm very sick. Aw, yeah. He's, he probably won't, maybe won't talk as much. Who knows? No, I... I He'll still be we can't, we can't, can't shut him up him ever. Can't he, will, he will find a reason. Can't talk. <laughs> stop me. <laughs> um, so one of the things I like to do on this uh, little podcast interview thing uh, is this little game called Rose, Bud, and Thorn. Rose is something good that's happened to you recently. A bud is something coming up that's like exciting or nervous or just like you have feelings about that's upcoming. And then Thorn is maybe something that isn't going as good, but, you know, it's okay. And we can share that with each other and become buds. Because we just met. We basically just met like last night. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, so would you is guys this, like me? Is this for individual or is this for the entire group? However you I guys want to do individual? it. I think we should do it for the entire group because I think we all okay. have the same Rosebud Thorn Pretty right much, now. yeah. Well, we can do like the band Rosebud Thorn and then we can get into like personal Rosebud Thorn. I think thorn. I'm going to choose yeah. your Rosebud and Thorn no. and you can <laughs> tell me whether or not you agree. I, I'll do I'll do the band one, and then Tom can start with his own personal feelings because he loves to talk about his feelings. I actually, I actually... It's funny because I I don't have any today. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He hasn't had his coffee yet, so he. Ah, uh, it's too early. His emotion is off. I think, okay. for the band, yeah. um, our rose would have to be. We just sold out the Moroccan Lounge in Los yeah. Angeles, and that was, the biggest show that we've ever played uh, as a headline show, and it was just incredible. Um, also last night was incredible. We played this house party out here at U of A, and some of the rowdiest. It was so fun. For. It was so much fun. It was so good. Um, Bud would have to be our single is coming out on October third. Our Ooh, third single, long hair. Long hair, and our thorn would have to be that the single is coming out on October third. <laughs> so and it's a good a thing and kind of like ah. Of stress yeah. around that. Um, yeah. And then we'll be playing and traveling a lot. And we're just now getting into like really going around and playing a lot of shows. We were just in Seattle and Portland and then here, and um, we're, you know, getting our feet wet when it comes to being on the road, and we love it, but, you know, learning how to not get sick and stay yeah. healthy and eat well, and we're not doing any of that well, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Tom, what's a, what is your rosebud and thorn? I'd say, um, shoot, I'm trying to think of a rosebud better than the Moroccan Lounge. Uh, like that's that's yeah awesome. that I mean that's pretty much like all that was kind of like it was it was kind of like the day after Christmas when that was done it was just like you're like oh it's it's already happened oh no <laughs> now I gotta wait for the next thing yeah um I can tell you my my rosebud and my or my bud and my thorn are probably this general education class that I'm taking at USC ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, we're yeah, all, we're you guys are still taking classes while we're traveling. Still taking classes, yeah. We're not wow. doing. It's not going well. It's not going uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> and I, we were in Seattle during my midterm. No, we were in Portland during my midterm. Ooh. So I didn't, and I, I haven't gone to lecture all semester. Sure. So I gotta take it Monday, two days. <laughs> I've been, I've been told it's not easy. But uh, then again, I feel like, bud? I feel like geology. Is one of Because he has the chance to prove himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, how is this a good thing? He's like, yeah. I'm really excited about the opportunity looking, to show my yeah. education. I'm looking forward to that moment when I when I no longer have to take it anymore. That's my bud. Okay, so you're gotcha. like, yeah, my thorn, Afterwards. my thorn is the not, class. Not yeah. a bad take on it. All right. Well, yeah. I guess he showed us. Yeah. Nice. I like it. But how about, about uh, how about you, Deva? I think my rose is being out here. I love the dry heat. It just makes me happy. Devin's 80. Wow. I've never heard anyone say that before. It's it's like the valley weather, like 45 minutes northwest of L.A. It's just like just warm. Exactly. It's warm, dry heat. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it, it puts a smile on my face. I'm glad. Um, glad you're enjoying it. Bud. I think the Bud and Thor is definitely classes right now. Yeah. Exactly how Tom stated. There's Dang. chances to prove yourself, and we'll <laughs> see if it see if it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think my rose is as stressful as this all is. Like just some stability in our lives, which is really nice. Um, yeah. I mean, as uh, it's it's you know it's crazy different every day, but at least like now we start to know that this is gonna carry us to something, and it you know like it's worthy of uh, our complete attention yeah the bud and the thorn is also like still at the at the same time like every day is 
wildly different from the next and as amazing as that it is and we love like that's why you know we love doing this is because we don't want our days to be the same we don't want to yeah. you know, have like you know musicians generally don't want nine to fives but sure it can be very emotionally taxing just to like wake up and be like here's an onslaught of new problems that you had no idea was going to happen the day before and you're in a new city and um you're trying to figure out how to like have a normal life while all that's happening and yeah i wouldn't trade it for anything but it yeah. can be uh, no there's definitely some lot. ups and downs of it all for sure is this your guys' like first like big tour like kind of like oh this isn't like i wouldn't call this a tour okay this is like a run of shows <laughs> Sure. Um, but this is like the first time you guys have done yeah, something like that? Yeah, it's the longest we've been out this time last week, we had never played out of the state. Wow. Yeah. And then we just played in four states in five wow. days. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the, we're, we're really getting our feet wet for the first time. Yeah. Definitely. But, but we're like, we're, we're jumping like way into it. I think we're going to like, we're going back up to the Northwest in November. I think we're going to New York in October, wow. end of October. And um, where else are we going? Is that it? For now? There's some other for now, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Utah. take it easy for a little bit. Yeah, wow. Take some classes. Yeah, we were like, we were like about school. to go back into school, and then like, what? I mean, I don't know. It's maybe this probably isn't gonna happen, but like, we just got this tour that we got submitted for that would put us back on the road like, Tomorrow. starting Wednesday. Yeah, like no literally way. like Wednesday. It, we probably won't get it, but that's the point. Is like, yeah. that's just how things are, and so like that's why it's like rose. It's like a bud and a thorn because yeah, you want to do that, but then you realize like it's gonna flip your life upside oh my God. down. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, this, like we we seriously want to be on the road for the next two or three years straight, and oh, so that's awesome. we're just very like self-deprecating people, <laughs> so we'd like to complain. I think we all, but do. we wouldn't like we don't want to be doing anything else. Like we love traveling, we love meeting people, seeing new places. The fact that like when you play music somewhere else, you just don't feel like an outsider ever. Yeah. It's the most beautiful feeling, and so we just want to make the whole world feel like that. And that's, that's the goal. That's great. That's great. That's awesome. I gotta tell you, like you guys are all over my friends, like Snapchats and Instagrams, like stories from last night. Nice. Yeah. Everyone like was loving your guys. I was like turning to people, I'm like they're really good, and everyone was like, yeah, they are. Like we had we none of us like knew what to expect with you guys like at all. So that was really exciting. Right, well, we appreciate you guys having us down. It was super it's a great fun. time. Super yeah, fun. it's our yeah. favorite thing. Like we love playing in front of new people. Yeah. Yeah. Whole new whole new set of fans. Because yeah. you gotta like you gotta really bring it. <laughs> yeah, know, convince people who know none of your music. Exactly, never yeah. seen you. Yeah, like just like I'm some band from out of town. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like let's prove ourselves. Yeah. I'm a suitcase. <laughs> what? It's a Mike Birbiglia reference it's out of the field. Not really re- a relevant reference. <laughs> no, I don't know it's why not. It in my mind, but I couldn't. I couldn't not. Had to say it. I don't want to run. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna share my rosebud and thorn because I want to become, you know. Get in the family. Get, yeah. get in this. Um, my rose uh, is related to my shirt. It's a it's a Mr. Wives shirt. Yes. Uh, Let the light. I don't know if you know that band. Yeah. Um, yeah, but a year ago today, uh, they brought me up on stage with them, and I played guitar with them. What? Yeah, Whoa, what? In, in Phoenix. So. Are you serious? Yeah, last September twenty. Wait, okay. Can you can you answer a question before you continue? Yes. Is that shit planned? Um, it was. In this case, it was planned. So Crazy. holds a special Super place cool. in my heart. Nice. So. That's a much better rose than anything we said. Yeah, I mean, that's I know, literally right? the coolest thing that's ever happened to me and ever will happen to me. No, that's not so, true. No, I mean, seriously. Yeah, we're only it going is up. not the coolest thing. Thank you. Yeah, we're only going up. That sounds like <laughs> when people say that college is the best four years of their life and I want to punch them in the face. That's true. That's yeah. true. We're only getting better from here. Exactly. There yeah. we go. I was so sorry. Didn't mean right. to interrupt you, but what's your Yeah, no, you're good. Um, Bud, let's see. Um, I'm seeing this band, The Aces, in a couple weeks. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right on. They're they're dope. Um, hopefully, I'll get to interview them. Like I'm interviewing you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's gonna be really fun. Uh, big fan of theirs. And then uh, Thorn, just like school. Also, like mm. I don't know, like tests and like balancing. Cause I I love doing all this radio stuff and like sure. creating content. And, like I play guitar a little bit, but I haven't really been able to like focus on music as much as I want to. I'm yeah. getting an engineering degree. So, like, not like a music engineering, like yeah, the yeah. actual, like, coding and stuff. You're like, you um, know, like, I'm going to have a job, unlike you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like, I, I love music, and I love that you guys are, like, totally f- wholeheartedly pursuing what you love. Like, I wish I, like, could do that. I'm just like, I'll get a job and stuff. No, you got to do that. But, yeah, no. You got to find what you love and mercilessly pursue it. Yeah. Seriously, like. Yeah. There's not enough time. You're going to die. Yeah. No, but I I found that, like, doing this kind of stuff with, like, people is something I really enjoy. Like, you know, getting to talk to to bands and, like, learn your guys' stories and help share your stories is something that I, like, love. 
and uh, I can do that when I'm also coding, which I also love yeah. coding. Like it's not just like oh I'm doing it for job security. Like I actually really enjoy it. So yeah, that's awesome. It's a good it's a good balance. But yeah, the whole school trying to figure out that balance right now so hard. is a little hard. But I think like by the time I graduate, hopefully I'll have it figured out a little bit. Yeah, the school thing also is just like it's so easy. I think to also just be upset about the mindset of having work to do but it's like one of these um guys came in in one of our classes talking about gratitude literally how it can change um your mind and he's like it's like you the things that piss you off in life literally just think how grateful you are for them and it'll completely yeah i mean we it's tom jake and i wouldn't have you know we would not be moon tower if it wasn't for school yeah and no, um, there's plenty of other, we would know our manager would not be with us if it also wasn't for school. So there's, there's endless stuff we can flip on the other side and be, you know. Yeah. A thorn can easily be turned yeah, into Yeah, I wouldn't a, be talking to you guys right now if it wasn't for college radio yeah. and yeah. being in college and, and everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be like, thankful for those opportunities for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, you guys met at USC. Um, yep. can, you, can you tell me a little bit your origin story, how you guys met, how you guys came to be? Yeah, so a, a Devin meteor and I came down <laughs> to Earth, and, and Tom was in it. I was in it. And then it I like it. crashed. And then Devin and I were like, what was that? Yeah. And then we, like, I hiked off into the mountains. At that point. <laughs> well, no, yeah, well, you were, like, encased in the green slime. It was a floating... Tom was, was in a sick space man It was like a sack. Christophilus. Christophilus? That's, like, a Greek name. Was. And oh, then we we, we broke Tom out of his his Christophilus. Not a chrysalis. And then we had <laughs> he was choking on slime, so we had to give him CPR and, and resuscitate him. Yeah. And then he said, because that's what I, happens I when you come out from and I space. Said, William, it's not meant to be. Yeah, right. Yeah, he said the he said the the precourse to William just immediately, and then yes. and you were like, and then and then he and then he fainted, and so we we put him on our backs and. So Devin and I came back to, to USC wilderness. and we're working on music together. <laughs> and then, um, and um, then we like, oh, we met. We met in the first week of classes. And you guys we turned him down. I turned him down. <laughs> <laughs> um, we met in the first week of classes. Okay. And we were like freshman year, first freshman week. Freshman year. Nice. Yes. And uh, he and I both had kind of similar similar pursuits in minds for you know what we wanted to do and the music we wanted to make. We started working together just kind of casually for producing for other artists. Then Jake came in as a spring admin, the spring of our freshman year, nice. and he actually started writing for the same guy that we were producing for. Huh. So then sophomore year, we kind of kept on keeping on going down that same rabbit hole. And uh, by that he means we spent every single night yeah, in their apartment <laughs> making music. Nice. Yeah, it was Jake moved. He didn't actually live in our apartment. I just moved into our apartment. But yeah. he moved in. Basically there. lived there. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, and then before long, we were kind of holding on to some tracks that we didn't want to give up, you know? And we started coming up with this idea for kind of this live music experience that was just going to be a little bit more than recorded music. And start off with really like lofty goals like, what if we never released music? What if we, it was just a live show? What if it was just production value out the wazoo? And then it, it came time to like, all right, are we going to do this or are we just going to keep sitting on our asses and making more lofty goals? Yeah. So being, are you guys from LA? No. no. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Jake was also born in St. Louis, Missouri, but he grew up in Orange County. Orange County. Okay. And Devo is from Baltimore, Maryland. Very cool. So how do you guys feel that like LA and, and USC have like shaped <laughs> who you guys are? It's a huge melting pot. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, like I think Dev said it earlier. It's I, I think for all of us, we have a very love-hate relationship with Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like I think a lot of the time, not being originally from there, or in my case, like having family that grew up somewhere else and sort of has different set of um, I don't want to say values because that kind of makes it sound like we're like Midwestern values. Like I come from a very like sarcastic Jewish family. I'm not <laughs> very like Midwest Republican or whatever. You're but, good. You're good. Um, just coming from a family that has like a different set of values, it's very hard to be in LA. LA is a city where it's a lot of talk and not a lot of action, and that can be very, very frustrating. Yeah. But like Devin said, you know, there's if you're not somewhere that's making you happy and you're not doing something that's making you happy, then make a change. We are happy in Los Angeles, and while a lot of it does suck, like Devin said, 
you've got to find gratitude for everything in your life and you got to find a way to make it yeah the best that it can be and to service you as 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 much as it can and if it can't then we'll make a change but for now we do really love usc we love living in los angeles we would be nowhere without that place and we don't we're not really able to leave for a while now like we don't we get to travel everywhere and that's how we get to see the world but la is our home and it will be for a couple at least a couple years so yeah I mean, there's so, I feel like there's there's so many opportunities, you know, in L.A. I mean, like, I can't even name, like, half of the venues in L.A. on, like, both of my hands. And I can name every single venue in, like, Tucson on, like, one hand. So It's it's crazy. It's, um, you know, I there's, like, this podcast that we list, um, some of us have listened to called uh, And the Writers. I don't, it's, like, a with Ross Cole. It's, like, some songwriters. But nice. Ryan Tedder, like, the lead singer of yeah, well, Wonder Public, yeah. was saying, like, he's like, you can make it other places yeah and a lot of the times it can be easier if like you're somewhere else to like rise to the top of your seed but he's like there's a reason that you move out to LA or you go to somewhere that's populated because you need to be around other people succeeding at what you're doing yeah. You to be able you, to, yeah. yeah exactly and to possibly run into some executive at a coffee shop or whatever like yeah the stuff that people joke about happening like it happens it happens and if you're not where the music is or you know that's like a stupid cliche but yeah you can't really expect to luck is part of it. I mean, it's not, I don't really believe in happenstance or fate, but that's, you know, you got to put yourself in a position to get lucky. So, yeah, that's great. That's great. So you guys have two songs out right now Two. uh, William leaving you behind. And William was, let's see, William was in April, April 25th, April this year. And then leaving you behind was in July, I believe. Nice. And then we got long hair, uh, October 3rd. Nice. Um, can you tell me a little bit about like these songs and, and what they mean to you guys? Yeah, so we are um, close to finishing our first project, which is a kind of this. We All of our projects will be concept albums. Cool. And this one's a rumination on young love through the eyes of this character named William Hollywood. Got it. And he's actually a buddy of ours. He lives with us. He's kind of this genius savant filmmaker he he directs and stars in all of our music videos and um yeah this story that we're telling isn't a complicated one it's kind of boy meets girl boy loses girl boy tries to get her back and you know we we had these conversations when we were in the writing phase for this album where it was you know we all came from different places in suburban usa and we all had these different expectations for what we thought you know, growing up should be and what we thought young love should be and what we thought was going to happen in high school and before. And it was crazy. Just the three of us, we all had, like, though from different places, these crazy similar experiences, you know, going on a vacation and just things going completely wrong with a significant other. Just all these crazy, you know, circumstances that are almost exactly the same. So when we started putting together this concepts it was um it was kind of those experiences that we drew on to write about and we put them through the through the eyes of this guy William Hollywood because it's not so much about us but kind of more about the feelings and this surrealism that it it uh that it invokes that's interesting yeah so you say William Hollywood lives with you guys yeah is he yeah. A, r- a real person or yeah, is like no. a pseudonym 100%. like Hollywood's yeah. last name you can name. look him up on Instagram Hollywood's his real last name yeah. yes he's crazy wow yeah, he's I was like, I was like, they made up a cool character. Like, this no, is all around real. real guy. Yeah, he he was he, he was on stage with us at the Moroccan Lounge. Yeah, he came yeah. out and introduced us. Uh-huh. There you go. He's yeah. he's an eccentric person. Um, <laughs> he just sometimes he's got New York accent. Sometimes he's, you know, he's you often, never know what you're often get. shirtless. He's a savant in the. Uh, he's a he's a crea- he's a crazy genius, you know, and you can't have genius without the crazy. There we go. You know. Um, so the song Long Hair coming out, mm. yes. uh, can you guys tell me the story of that song specifically? Yeah, that song um, is really special to us. I think that song is supposed to tackle this idea that sometimes failing is good and sometimes you can't breathe out of your nose. Um, <laughs> but no, sometimes that I think there's a lot of a stigma put around, oh, you can't fail at anything, you can't quit at anything because if you quit, that means you're not trying hard enough and I think that, like we were talking about earlier, you need to violently pursue something that you love. Sure. And if you don't love something, you need to quit it. And you need to quit things, and you need to quit people, and you need to get things out of your life that 
or toxic to you. And then you need to find what you love and you need to violently pursue that even when it's hard. So if you find what you love, don't quit. But if you're not and you're not with who you love or you're not doing something that you love, you need to get that out of your life because it just keeps you. As soon as possible. Exactly. As soon as possible. So that's what that song is about to us. I think it's getting into the messages of like what this band wants to hopefully push people to do. um, That's great. What this band pushes us to do. Because like we talk about this all the time, but like it sounds really, it's going to sound cheesy and there's no way around it, but Moon Tower is not supposed to be the three of us. It's supposed to be this project, this idea that we are a vessel for, but it challenges us as much as we hope it challenges other people. Um, and Long Hair is sort of an anthem about that. Um, it's great. obviously because of this first record put through the guise of uh, a relationship, but overall it's about taking back power over your failures. That's great. So. That's awesome. That's a really great story. I don't think I got that from like the live performance last night, but I think when I listen to it again, I'll I'll really listen for yeah, the lyrics. And, and stuff. that's actually on purpose, you know. Yeah. For us, like we do <coughs> see this dichotomy between when you see the show and then when you go and pay attention to what's being said. Yeah. When you go to the show, like we want people to be able to let loose and just do whatever you drain want and just dance their butts off, you know. <laughs> that's the FCC clean way of saying it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then. You know, we always, there's this joke. It's like, we want you to, like, dance your, your butt off and <laughs> then go cry your eyes out later. Sure. And, you know, I think sometimes now, like, at shows, like, now that people know the lyrics, like, there is more emotional experiences to be had. But yeah. we're a dance band. And yeah. we want people to have fun when they come to see our shows because that's what live music should be. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, once there's a once people create their own connection to them, like, we're not just trying to force that connection to happen. We want people to have that yeah, connection naturally. organically yeah. on their own. That's great. You guys, uh, you guys fans of Paramore at all? Yeah, of course. They're doing like the cry hard, dance harder thing. That's like the big <laughs> yeah, after awesome. laughter uh, message that I think they've really pushed, yeah. which I think is cool. It's like, yeah, get in touch with your emotions, but also like dance your butt off it's and true. have a yeah, good 100%. time doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, so Orange Juice plays a lot into yeah, your guys' yeah. messaging as a band. Um, can you guys kind of tell me why or how that came to be? This was Tom was talking about the um, the first concept album. It's the actual title is the Ballad of William Hollywood, and it the setting of it at least is taking place in suburban America. Um, sort of, I guess you know, to put a picture in your mind, it's the the trash cans are on the curb, um, the grass is just trimmed to the T. It's the mailboxes are all just gorgeous. It's um, like cookie so cutter suburbia. Yeah. It's sunny yeah. every day of the year. Yeah. yeah. So it's the the orange juice is just like the little piece that you would be able to find in every single one of those homes, block to block. It's like you open the fridge and you can probably nine times out of ten count on it being there. Okay. Um, it's also an an awesome color that we love. Yeah, it's a good color. Um, but yeah, it's Jake's dad. Oh yeah, my dad like for the past. <laughs> I always say this, but I I didn't realize that this is probably like a sign of OCD, and I should probably see if this is me too. But huh. uh, every every day for the past like thirty five years or something, he's had a glass of orange juice and two apricots before he went to bed. Oh, so, oh at night? I was gonna say like when you woke up, no, no, okay. right before he goes to bed, which everybody goes like that's a lot of fiber before you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like yeah, so that's um. Just when I think of home, for me, like, and when I think of growing up, and I, you know, like we said, grew up in the suburbs, orange juice is like this weird fixture in my life, and it kind of feels like a hug, <laughs> like, yeah, it feels like my dad. So sure. Also, like, my grandmother, um, Ita, she like did this thing with orange juice where she would put it in the ice cube trays. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and like she would put aluminum foil over the top and then just put toothpicks in, stick it in the freezer, oh. and it was just orange juice popsicles. There oh, my God. It was so good because, <laughs> like, you could have it sit out for, like, 10 minutes, and it's amazing because it, it melts in just a, a delicious like way. Little thing. Or you could eat it right away, or you could eat it an hour later. It's like... It's just amazing. These are such tender moments because yeah. I didn't know that story. Wow. Yeah, neither did I. And like, very, there's, this is, oh, I just want to like live in this moment for two Aww. seconds. Like, 
I didn't know that. Ita That's a beautiful also, story. You never brought that up. Ita is no, it's right good. now We have in to have Spain. things that we don't know about I each other. That. There is none of that. <laughs> Tom's like, I must know everything about you. <laughs> Ita yeah. right now is in Spain with uh, my grandfather, Ito, my mom, and um, my aunt and uncle. That's amazing. They're That's there great. for a week. Wow. So wow. they're they're enjoying life right now. Wow. I got I got pictures from my mom of... Aww. Uh, my grandparents in like the United Club because she knew if there was ever any like delays or sure. issues with the flight that the best way to appease them is just to stick them in a really nice area. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll just be like, all right, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And but, a final thing on Orange Juice, it is yes. a plot point at the end of the album. Okay. So, yeah. there will be a so stay tuned. That's great. I like that you all have like kind of like a special story related to Orange Juice. I'm trying to think if like if I have a special story. My uh, we have an orange tree in my parents' backyard. Oh, very nice. And like yeah. once a year, maybe I, my dad probably should have done it more. But he would go and pick the oranges and make like freshly squeezed orange juice. You, you think that was so because many oranges. so like, yeah, our, we would he ridiculous. would our entire tree and we'd get like a th- like a, a jug this big. Oh yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like the entire tree. You but think that was something like your mom was like, what, what are your parents' names? Uh, Mark and Jane. I imagine Jane was like, Mark, we have this orange tree and we never use it. You're going out there and that you're making a exactly <laughs> what my mom would say. Be like, why don't we utilize our trees? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mark and Jane. Mark Shouts and Jane. out to Mark and Jane. Love you, mom and dad. You guys are the best. <laughs> Shout out to your guys' parents too. Mm-hmm. My parents are awesome. But what's uh, Jake? What's your dad's name with the the oh, juice Ken. in it? Ken. Kenneth. Kenneth. Thanks, Kenneth. He's uh, he's just a happy old Jewish man down by the beach. My dad's almost the same, except not at a beach. Oh, yeah. He's a nice, happy Jewish man. My dad and my mom had this dream to to move out to Laguna and then to live down by the water. And um, both of them have worked incredibly hard in their life and just been huge inspirations to me to to make the most out of what you want. And my parents have been very hands-off in my life and letting me do and pursue what I'm pursuing. And, uh, yeah, I'm grateful for that, but also, like, they like they build something for themselves they want all of us yeah to build something for ourselves so that's great that you guys have like hard-working parents to look up to and yeah take this on and, yeah. and we understand that that's not something that everybody has that luxury and yeah um so i think that there are ways to get to where you want to go from any circumstance sure and everybody has their own problems and everybody has things that they're lucky to have in life and everybody has things that they're unlucky to have in life and uh, we just got to all push each other to still get to the same place, and it's all possible. And so we just want to – I'm just trying to say, like, we're aware of the privilege that we have. Sure. But um, still hopefully, like, can be an example that hard work can pay off. Yeah. That's great. Speaking of hard work, uh, you guys kind of mentioned your, your live shows, which, like, yeah. I was so entertaining last night. You guys had this great stage set up with the letter M oh, and, yeah. and your two street signs. Yeah. Yeah. Can you guys kind of explain your setup to people who haven't seen you before? Yeah. It's a suburba thing. It's suburba. Suburbia. 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 Um, yeah, so the, the stage last night was what we're, what we're with right now, and that actually didn't, didn't have everything. We, we also have kind of these AstroTurf stages that will go on. Oh. Um, That's cool. Yeah, when we play our bigger headline shows. But last night... Yeah, so what we uh, when we started the project, it was kind of we talked touched on this earlier. It was supposed to be a live only thing. Okay. So, L.A. and the USC area has a huge market for these these like house concerts, these house shows. Sure. It's awesome, but we kind of realized, you know, early on, uh, we'd go to these shows and then we'd poll people afterwards as they're leaving. And no one really knew the names of the bands that were playing. Oh. Everyone just kind of came there. They loved the fact that there was live music, but they didn't really pay attention to it. Okay. Still had so, an amazing time. Just yeah. I mean, you'd hang out around the keg, and you'd, it'd still be awesome. and It'd be a great show for these yeah. bands, but no one was really paying attention. So that was a big inspiration for you know when we wanted to get started and why we wanted to do this thing live only for such a long time is we wanted to challenge ourselves to get it right okay so in this kind of post coachella this big the festival the festival mindset that everyone has you know kendrick lamar is floating in the sky lady gaga is falling from the ceiling sure there is crazy stuff I mean, production value it's going up so high what yeah. you've been trained to expect is so much more than what you're given when you yeah. go to a backyard and it's the same crappy strobe light and it's broken and <laughs> The band has terrible sound, and 
they're apologizing every other song because they yeah, have to yeah. change how the mic is working. But um, <laughs> so we spent, you know, uh, about eight months building this kind of live production nice. around completely original music. Yeah. And we debuted it in August of 17. And we wow. played live kind of up and down the coast for... Um, eight months, yeah. Yeah, eight months afterward without wow. releasing any music before William came out. Nice. So we built this kind of little uh, following around this idea of, you know, a band that brings more than more than what you'd expect. And kind of in that same way, it's ironically meeting the expectations that you've been trained to have. Yeah. So trying to... We're not going to give you Coachella. It's impossible. Yet. But if you're going to pay... Yet. If you're going to pay, you know... $500 for your Coachella ticket and $5 for our ticket to come to the party. We're going to try and give you one one-hundredth. So uh, of that production yeah, value. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. We're going we're gonna to do our best to give you absolutely everything that we possibly can. Yeah. So to that extent, um, we've kind of upgraded the live show. So now it's got that suburbia theme. And yeah. And it's got the big M in the back and all the, all the lights. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I, I realized like a song or two, and I was like, the lights are programmed like to your guys' set. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's it's to the songs and everything. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, thank you. That was great. I think like for a house show in Tucson, I wasn't expecting anything like that. That's so the you point. Guys, like yeah, yeah, like you know, like I mean, like I ev- all the other bands just had like you know normal lights or whatever, and it's like okay, yeah, this is fun. This is a good time. But you guys like really went above and beyond. And yeah, we're not that. trying to be better than anybody. We're just we're trying to like we're trying to challenge ourselves. Yeah, we're not trying to prove anybody that we're not trying to like yeah we're not trying to beat anybody we're not trying to no, yeah. be like you have to do it like this like we're just this is what's fun for us is to continuously challenge ourselves to be just outside of our comfort zone yeah and that's where we are and it feels scary that's why it's a bud we're gonna keep going back to it but that's why it's a bud yeah. and a thorn yeah we're just constantly outside of our comfort zone it's also so cool to think in the technical sense of like how much things have changed and been more streamlined in the process of just like going down the rabbit holes of trying to figure out how all this stuff works because like in the initial phases we were using so much it was like like programming the lights was like stop motion like we have videos in the like on an old hard drive of tom and jake like sitting down and programming each of these looks and it, it took like beat. yeah like five days and yeah gosh. and now we use software to do it and it, it's like if you want to change the color of a song it takes like five minutes instead yeah. of five days so it's and the sound has gotten better. It's just it's yeah. we're learning from our you know the the mistakes and trying to make it as best as best as we can always. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Did yeah. you guys steal those street signs, or did you have them made or oh, something? Yeah. It was, it was made. an ordeal. Okay. ordeal. I, I was like, so I, I like I I was like I headed the street sign committee because t- like everybody else was like that's not gonna work, and I was like <laughs> it's gonna work, and they were right. Like it didn't work oh. it ended up working but it was a it was a process took a while um we ordered them from like a city planning oh wow company and they like this is the smallest order they've ever <laughs> gotten because usually they do like hundreds right. so that they could do an entire city at once yeah um we wanted two yeah and <laughs> they were not being very accommodating oh. for the hundred dollar order instead of like probably what is usually like tens of thousands of dollars sure. And they were mad. They were very mad. Huh. They, what ended up That's happening lame. was because we needed them for our release show back in July when we wanted to like debut this production, and um, they had to ship them to Tom's parents' house. They were based to in Missouri. We discovered, and they wouldn't ah. let us like they wouldn't let Tom's parents go there to pick them up because it's like a commercial site, and they wouldn't okay. ship them to like there was like a Starbucks next to them, and I was like just ship it to the Starbucks, like ship it, and they wouldn't do that. Obviously, like, I'm acting like they're being ridiculous, but we're the ones who are being ridiculous. <laughs> but, yeah, they had to be, like, overnight at two places to get to us in time. And, yeah, and we, got them, we got them right in time. Good. Yeah. There's more details than anybody needs to know about the street signs, but... I, I like them. Real street street but they are real. Yeah. They're, they're highly reflective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there's one picture I got where it's, like... Yeah, exactly. It's like they that, do that. that. So what we you, thought that expect. would be kind of cool. For it was like, fun. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to, like, so, like, they just kind of get beat up, obviously, like, over time. Like, they're not street signs aren't meant to like really be moved around so yeah. like I think we're gonna like try to do like a big giveaway for those once we need to get Whoa. new ones and stuff so yeah, that could be pretty future. cool yeah that's dope maybe around the album comes out we'll, we'll, we'll see that's awesome don't wanna go through a different company though next time no I, I think we'll know. go through the same oh, company this, they're really company. nice it's just it like it ended up being good I'm gonna I think we need to or I say we but me or whoever just needs to be more diligent put the order in sooner okay yeah. there you go yeah nice 
I think something really fun for openers to do at shows is uh, like to get the audience excited is to play a cover. Um, I think the audience, you know, they might vibe to it initially, and you guys, you guys did that last night. You played uh, "Take Me Out," Francis, yeah. yeah. and I think that was the moment where it really clicked for the crowd. Our manager Karina lives with um, this awesome person named Landon, and when he came to check out Boy Willows, our release show, yes, Boy Willows, nice. When he came to our release show, he thought that one of the songs we were playing, we were going to go in and take me out, oh. and we were like, "That is an amazing idea." Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, we were like very against covers for a long time, not because we don't have songs that we would love to play, but I think, again, it was for us like challenging ourselves to go into a place where nobody knew us and try to captivate people without doing that. Sure. Um, and, you know, like you said, it, it can be the difference maker, and it, but also like I think there is a special quality to everybody having an experience a first for the first time experience yeah like i don't know anybody in the crowd and you don't know anything about us but we're still gonna have a great time yeah and i don't necessarily think that you need a cover to do that sure but this song just made so much sense and it That's felt great. so right and it felt like it came about this awesome organic way and also it's like this perfect mix of like this song that the way that friends ferdinand's music feels and the energy that it has and the rawness and the power is like That's perfect so yeah um you know, we're very inspired by, like, that kind of, like, British, edgy rock music and French house music, like, very okay. angular, funky dance in, music. In your face. So Nice. Yeah. That's cool. We did this We did this cover because it made sense to do it, not because we were like, oh, we need to do a cover. Yeah. yeah. But I, I always love when a band does a cover. And you guys put your own little spin on it, too, which yeah. I think is really fun. You know, you're not just, like, playing the song straight and... Like, that's boring, but you guys did your own thing with it. Yeah, so. Tom, and Dev, uh, Tom and Dev produce most of... I don't have most, like, who else would do it? <laughs> Tom and Deb produce everything. And, That's uh, great. They they put this, like, really, really awesome, like, French house spit on it. So That's great. Yeah. That's super fun. Um, so do you, do you guys go to a lot of shows? Do you go see other bands perform a lot? We yeah. support our friends a lot as often as we can, yeah. but yeah. the time, the free time that we have, we're either writing or catching up on sleep or yeah, doing schoolwork. Sure. Or, yeah. Sure. I was gonna say, like, do you are there bands that you guys see perform live, or maybe you watch videos online that you're like, oh, they, they're doing something, and, oh, and yeah, that's working. Like, we're gonna oh, yeah. we're gonna try to do that in our authentic Definitely. way. Definitely. One of the first things that started this project was oh, that's right, yeah. In the um, shoot, I don't even know when that October like, year 20, that was. 2016. October of sixteen. Yeah. We went to go see this band, Lameth. Lameth. Lamaitre. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're really good. So good. Yeah. Yeah, they were my favorite band through all of high school. They're good. Yeah, amazing. But they, yeah, and they brought this performance to this. The El Rey. The El Rey. It was like, shoot, like 40% sold. It was was empty. Weird. It's one of those bands where it's just like the marketing is terrible, but the music is amazing. That's a bummer because I like their stuff. Yeah, they're unreal too. The the music's great, but um, yeah, we were super inspired by what they were doing. In the same way, there's a lot of I, uh, I, like it's, justice. It's bigger than that. Like, I left that show and was like, Tom, yeah, I mean, we have to do music like this. Like, we have to have a show like this. I that's great. I've never been so captivated by a performance in my entire life. And that's I, like, amazing. like Tom was saying, like, there's this band. They're from um, uh, where are they from? Norway. Norway. Like, wow. The songwriting is like not that great, but the energy is like incredible, and I just lost myself and left there. And I was like, Tom, like if we have music like this with songwriting that means something, and and I don't know, I just it had to be it had to be after that night. That's awesome. Yeah. I love leaving a show and just feeling like so inspired. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the coolest feeling. Another one of those was the uh, the set that I don't even know if they're still touring it, but. The um, 2017 Justice Coachella set. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they toured it for about a year and a half. It was that. Just a show. Yeah. Yeah. So in every sense of the word. Bonkers. What was, like, really inspiring to us was that there was no visuals. Like, oh. Which is a big statement to make in 2017. Like, yeah. did not have a big LED screen with, like, like, Visuals a lot of the times obviously like, can help like create emotion around whatever is going on, but also it can be like a cop out because sure. it's saying that like we need you to look at something else other than what's going on on stage, and I think like you have to be very careful how you use it because you don't want to like 
bring people out of their bodies. You want to keep everybody in, in one space, like connected to each other. And that's what Justice did really well because they had this incredible light show, truly the most insane thing that we've ever seen. Nice. And the only thing you could do was dance and look at everybody around you and have an amazing time. There was nothing to distract you. Yeah. Um, and I think it takes, I mean, we, t- we talked to some people who are like involved in their team. Like we know their manager pretty well. And he was like, yeah, that bankrupted them. <laughs> but wow. we love that. Like yeah. Daft Punk in 2007, Tom talks about this all the time. I feel it's his story, yep. but they <laughs> spent their entire Coachella advance building that giant led pyramid and they changed live music forever. Wow. And we want to do that. And we probably shouldn't say that because, like, if we, you know, once we start working with an agent, like, they're not going to like that. That we <laughs> want to spend all of our money on production, but we want to push the boundaries of live music like these people have. So, yeah, it's so inspiring to us when we see somebody say, you know what, the money is not important. It's, it's the art. Pushing yeah. culture. And it's the art. Yeah. Yeah. So, you guys have played some, like, iconic venues in L.A. Um, you guys played like the Hotel Cafe. We did. Um, yeah. Which is a cool little spot, little hidden hidden gem, I think, mm-hmm. down Hollywood Boulevard. It's right past Or La, La Cienega? Where is it? No. Coenga. Coenga. Yeah, I'm like, I know exactly <coughs> where it is. It's Are off you from LA? Uh, no, but my uncles live in Studio City, so okay, I go oh, there a lot. Very cool. Very cool. My, my favorite bar is a piano bar called Tramp Stamp Grannies. What? I don't know it, it's but that sounds awesome. Hysterical yeah. and it's incredible. Is it's a piano like a bar. Piano bar? No, it's just a one, one piano. Okay. Um, but it's awesome. Tramp it's stamp grannies. Tramp stamp grannies. That's a great. Where is it? It's like literally across yeah, the street from cool. Hotel Cafe. Cool. cool. Yeah, would recommend going tramp there. Um, but you, That's you guys, a band have, name I call it. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. So you guys have played Hotel Cafe. Um, you play. You're gonna play the Mint with Greeting Committee coming we up. Are. That was just announced yesterday. That's so exciting. They're they're great. They, I saw them yeah, here in Tucson. They're cool. They're another uh, Missouri band. Do you see them with Jukebox of Ghost? Um, they opened for Arizona and Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. There you go. Awesome. We love Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're dope. Um, and then you sold out the Moroccan Lounge. We did. Um, like being like from LA and going and playing these venues, like. Like, is your goal, like, you know, like, do you have a goal venue that you've always wanted oh, to do shoot. or something Troubadour. like that? Troubadour, Troubadour. would be nice. awesome. Moroccan's still probably our favorite room in L.A. right it sounds, now. It just sounds Moroccan great. we only really knew about, like, a year and a half ago. It's oh. it's such it's, a relatively... It's been around for that long. It's new. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. such a new venue. We checked it out, and we were like, that would be an amazing space to... To share Moon Tower. I mean, and also, like, who doesn't want to play the Greek, right? Like, uh, the Greek theater. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. I have a hot take. I really don't want to play the bowl. Oh. I don't know. Too big? Too much? It's not too big. It's just like, it's so quiet. Yeah. The bowl is really quiet. I think we like we like <coughs> spaces. The reason we like the Moroccan Lounge is because that place is literally like a black box. Yeah. It's, there's nothing going on there. And so you can make it to whatever you want. Yeah. And like, that's really important to us to be able to manipulate our space to create like environments. Yeah. We want to. It's a blank canvas kind of distractions. We want to be able to have like a blank canvas. Yeah. To then like create our own world in. Sure. And so it's not like it's not about like just paying attention to what we're doing. It's saying like if we have this blank canvas, then we can like create the Boone Tower world for that night. Yeah. Every night. So um, obviously like, we love to play like historic venues and all that is cool. But I think sometimes they have so much of their own um, character. Character. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to to make it your own and. Sometimes that's okay, but I think for what we want to do with this project, like Moon Tower is a world that we want people to step in. Like that's why we have the sitcom that we're filming and the concept records and the shows match all of that. We have the street signs and the astroturf. Like it's supposed to be a thing. So yeah, we like playing in a venue where we can sort of create those worlds. And that's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, I saw you guys have played with uh, like Young Blood and yeah. Bad Sons and some yeah. other really cool bands. Young Blood is like I'm obsessed. We 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 love that guy. Dom's the man. Dom is. <laughs> um, what have have you guys like learned anything from them? Like, have they given you guys any advice or anything I that you've taken heart? As good as Dom is on stage, at yep. some point in my life. Dom yeah. is one He's of those amazing. dudes. You just walks in and you know there's a rock star. Yeah, there. exactly. That's dope. It's awesome. Dom is like, like we always joke, like we want to be like the Weezer of electronic music, because like we're not cool <laughs> at all. And like Dom is, Dom is cool. Dom is very cool. Dom is like. Dom's a cool dude. Dom walked into like Jake's bathroom, opened up the medicine cabinet, just yeah, started just putting on hair gel. Putting on his hair gel. <laughs> I was like, "That's fine." Like, yeah, yeah, you're cool. You can do that. Yeah, it's just like, it, I was so he, we 
played with him like in our living room actually wow so it was like what this company called winston house um that we throw shows with sometimes in in los angeles and nice. they were like hey like this artist is coming through la on tour like do you guys want to have a play with you and this was back when he had like fourteen thousand instagram followers like okay so little, pretty small yeah he's like still on the come up and yeah. um we were yeah, like of course yeah i think like just getting we got to talk and, and like hang out a lot and i think like there's just so much like as artists like that you could learn from each other and this shared experience of like you know what it's like to be on the road and to worry about as a singer having to lose your voice and all this stuff and um i think it's just really inspirational for us to talk to people who are a little bit ahead of where we are because it helps frame like what's coming and hopefully helps us like not make those same mistakes and so um, yeah look forward to seeing that dude out on the road and out and about and um it's good to have those friends that's um, awesome all around the world so yeah do you guys have like a dream band that you would like love to open for like go on tour with Daft Punk. Daft Punk, yeah. Daft Punk. If they ever do another they tour again. again if they do, like, I, no, I think it's, like, it's not the worst. It's not the most lofty goal in the world because, like, they won't, if they play again, it won't be for a long time. Mm. So, like. So you guys have time to have build time up to that level. There to where, okay. Like, we maybe so it's possible. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's either never going to happen or it's going to be, like, 15 years from now. Or, I mean, it could be, like, next year. No. We have no idea. It, it could be any. Tom, like, literally, okay, every time Coachella happens, Tom is just, like, the rumor mill is spinning. Tom is, like, I heard from this person that, like, this headliner isn't real, and they're not actually well, going to play, listen, and then Daft listen, Punk listen. is going to come out, and then, like, no, oh, Pharrell is playing Daft tell Punk, me, but, like, tell me he's going to bring out. question marks as the headliner at Coachella that that's not going to be, I mean, no, it was Lady Gaga. But yeah, but there was only <laughs> question marks because Beyonce got pregnant. Like, that oh. doesn't mean Daft Punk is just going <laughs> to be there. The second Beyonce got canceled, you're like, it's no, Daft Punk. It's <laughs> seriously. With, with Tom, it gets bad. Like, we were, I, sh- I, I almost, yeah. We were at the Sahara tent two years ago when we were at Coachella and we were watching Mac Miller play and Tom looks up and he goes, there's triangle lighting formations on the ceiling. (laughs) Daft Punk did a pyramid thing here. I think that means Daft Punk (laughs) is going to do a surprise set. Like... <laughs> and then he gets sold, like, he sells himself on the idea. Like, are like, you? They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. I was like, it's a shape. <laughs> I, I, that is a direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, Stand and then behind it. And then when the the Intel did that whole like drone light show. Oh yeah. Tom was like, "There's no way this isn't for Daft Punk. Like, why would they do anything like this if it wasn't supposed to be for a Daft Punk show?" And I was just like. Really? I think Intel is just trying to do some cool stuff. Yeah, like, I think they're just working with their cool called, technologies. I was like, this Gaga is called marketing the, for Intel. Like, the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was for Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, who, was like, the I know actual booked headliner. <laughs> yeah, like, who, but Tom's like, no, 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 no. He, I think it literally Daft got to the point where he was like, I heard Lady Gaga's only gonna do half a set <laughs> and then give up her time to, to Daft Punk. And I was like, Have you ever seen Lady Gaga give an interview? You think she's giving up any of her time <laughs> to anybody else? Like. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It was so close to happening. <laughs> 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 We've got a Daft Punk conspiracist here. Yeah. Tom is a con- you're a conspiracy theorist. You are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. I like it. So what can what can fans expect from you next? You got this concept album coming out pretty soon, but is there anything else on the horizon? Yeah, so we're working with this production company that actually has, um, it's, it's kind of a network. They have their own channel. And we can't say a lot about it right now, but um, it looks like they may be picking up our pilot that we released. We have a pilot on YouTube okay. um, for one of our songs that's actually not on streaming services. Okay. Our first video, and it features our buddy William Hollywood. So it looks like if they pick us up, we may be making our first sitcom. Wow. Based in the uh, universe of William Hollywood wow. and... That would be coming in early 2019, 2019, wow. next year. Wow. And that's where you're going to play our butts off for the rest yeah. of this year. Single Living. coming out on October 3rd. Um, and like I said, like, we're just, you know, for a while, like, the point of, of Moon Tower is just to be this live thing, to have everybody come somewhere and just let loose and create a community. And now we get to tell our story a little bit more, you know, through this record and through the sitcom that's going to hopefully be made in just take it to the next level that's so cool that's so like i've never heard of a band being like yeah we're having a sitcom like based on like our songs and stuff that's that's so cool multimedia very unique i love it world building that's dope Uh, i want to ask you guys a fun question so i have a radio show once a week where i play my favorite songs and it's called the amanda show Ooh, yeah Uh, (laughs) and i play like you know the 90s 
Amanda Bynes TV show theme. Yeah. So uh, if each of you had your own radio show, what would it be called? Oh, man. Dev goes first. <laughs> um, probably the Jimmy Neutron show. Okay. <laughs> would you do your hair up like... Yeah. Like I'd, have to, I'd, have to, I'd have to do it all. I'd have to get a, a Goddard that would Old be dog. able to... Yeah. Would he be your co-host? Um, yes. <laughs> yes. I like Because a dog as a co-host is... Yeah, there's nothing better than that. I like it. Mine would be called... Uh, okay, it would be called Deep Thoughts and Bright Socks. And I like it. It would be a talk podcast. Got it. But the, the rule would be you have to wear eccentric socks. I like and it. for I've half the podcast, you have to talk about orbly or socks. I've got little socks with hearts with the British flag on it. And that'd be like, well, like, what does that say about you? You know? Yeah, like I really love Britain. Right. Why? Like maybe there's more. Why do you? Why do you love Britain? Is it that you don't feel like at home attachment to this country? Uh, Right now, yes. Is there something going on (laughs) in this country that makes you feel that way? I don't want to get into it right now. (laughs) Here's the Sex Pistols. (laughs) Uh, Tom, you gotta show me. Um, mine would be a weekly update on what's going on in the world of theme parks i think what's it called it. though what's it called it's called uh uh tom's roller coaster mania I, wow I, I, <laughs> I didn't i didn't have any time Ooh, to think of a pun you could start on. a love podcast called tom's roller coaster of emotions there you oh. go that, that should, like that dual should dual shows kind of like uh oh wait they don't have that out here Never mind. There's like, what's that? Never. No one's gonna know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Moving on. It's like a radio show where like Doctor Drew from that's the are, stupid reality. Are we reality. gonna move on? Are we are we gonna keep on talking about it after we said we're moving on? <laughs> where can people find you guys uh, on social media? Instagram at this is Moon Tower. Everywhere else at this is Moon Tower. Amazing. It's all at this is Moon Tower. And Spotify just Spotify Moon Tower. just Moon Tower. Just Moon Tower. We save our song Long Hair. Save it. Save would then be just, cool. yeah. <laughs> just save it. Nice. Put, on, put on a playlist. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get it in the stacks. We'll get it spinning and Hell yeah. hopefully you guys can become like the next big thing here at the University of Arizona. We'll, be, we'll yeah. definitely be back. Got to support yeah, our our, pa- our Pac-12 homies at, from USC. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We love sports. Actually, we don't. We're <laughs> very bad at sports. sports. That's the actually all the branding around this last record is literally that we suck at sports because we do. <laughs> I like basketball. Yeah, basketball's a good time. Basketball's a good time. Tall troops, yeah, just fast. Badminton. Badminton. There you go. Tennis. Tennis is actually incredibly fascinating. It's fun to play. It is. It's I, hard. I wish I was good at tennis. Oh, we're, we're terrible, but like sometimes we'll go out with our friend, Patty, who's like really good, and we'll let him beat us. <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good to get beaten at sports every once in a while. It humbles you. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you for taking the time. And we'll, we'll stay tuned to Moon Tower. Awesome. Sweet. Thanks for tuning in to Rose, Bud, and Thorn, produced at the Camp Radio Studios. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify. And stay tuned to our Twitter, at Rosebud Thorn Pod, for hints on future episodes. And we out. <laughs>